Welcome to It's Election Day Somewhere. I'm Melissa Mara. And I'm Mike Bauman. And what election news do we have to catch up on today? Well, we missed a couple of weeks because I got sick. And then I got sick. And then I got sick again. <laughs> it was a fun couple weeks. <laughs> so what, what happened while we were uh, busy taking care of each other and getting sick? Well, we missed three congressional elections here in these United States. Oh, dear. Uh, first of all, there was the 34th Congressional District of California. Oh, that's right. That's next door to us, yes, essentially. we don't quite live in it. That's right. But this is the seat that was Xavier Becerra's. Right. And he has been named the Secretary of State of the great state of California. And so that seat was open. So they had a huge election here in California. We don't have party primaries. Everybody's on the same ballot. And what is that called again? What what's A that jungle called? primary. Thank you. Okay, jungle primary. Okay. And at the end of the jungle primary, if nobody's hit 50%, mm-hmm. everybody, uh, the top two finishers go to a runoff. Okay. So in this case, uh, the runoff is going to be June 6th, and the two people who came out on top are Jimmy Gomez and Robert Lee on. And what do, are they Republicans, Democrats? What are they? They are both Democrats. Okay. Of course, Obviously, safely California. Democratic district. Yeah. But the thing is, the Democrats right now are trying to ride this wave of, of, um, like progressive yeah, Bernie Crat. Yeah, Bernie Crat progressivism. Thank you. Okay. And, and thank are, you to this cheap white wine I'm drinking for making my brain just forget every word that's eh, ever entered it. Hooray for two buck Chuck! But so are these two progressive like Bernie Crats? Are they these are Bernie not. Bros? No, no, they're not. The establishment people came in first, especially Jimmy Gomez. He was endorsed by uh, Senator Harris. Oh, okay. Wow. Mayor Garcetti, uh-huh. the Speaker of the State House, the Speaker of the State uh, Senate. So, like, total yeah. insider, Becerra basically. Sarah endorsed him. So, yeah, okay. and the California Democratic Party. And he uh, got first? Like- and he came in first. He got 28%. Uh, Robert Lee Ahn came mm-hmm. in second with 19%. Mm-hmm. He... Okay. Is uh, this is a district that is mainly Latino and Asian, right? So right. what we've got now is a Latino and an Asian is the fo- is the top two spots. Well, On fun. was endorsed by Mike Honda, who was a former congressman. Okay, and he was endorsed by the wait. I want to get this one right. The um, uh, the Korean American Democratic Committee. Oh, okay. Now, if he Which wins, makes sense for that neighborhood. I mean, for the area that it's... Yeah, if he know. wins, he'll be the only Korean-American in Congress. There hasn't been one since uh, in oh, since the 90s, I think. Really? And he will be the first Democrat. Before him, it was only Republicans. Whoa, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah, he was the one also who raised the most money in the race. Now, uh, in California, we only release fundraising numbers like every three months. Okay. So, for example, for this election... The the reporting ended on the 31st of March, so like until a day before the election, nobody knew how much anybody had raised, except oh, for fun. anything they'd raised in 2016. Okay. So On had raised the most, and Gomez had raised the second most. Well, that makes sense. Uh, you know, whoever has the most money does tend to have the most votes because they have the money to advertise. And so, but that's going to a runoff in June. Yeah, that'll be June 6th. Okay, and now what other... Uh, elections did we miss during our illness? Well, we also missed the Kansas 4th. This is one we've uh, talked about on a previous podcast. Yes, we did. And I believe you said that, one, Democrats have like 
a snowball's chance in hell. And that if they lose by less than 20 points, we kind of have to consider that a moral victory. So what happened? Kansas State Treasurer Ron Estes, the Republican candidate, won yeah. 53 to 46. I mean, that's that not is, bad. That's seven points in a district Trump won by 27 points in November. I mean, that's. I mean, we're at least inching in the right direction, and that makes me somewhat hopeful so that that's all done right that's that kansas is wichita is done right yeah on april 23rd estes is going to take a seat in washington uh it did rattle republicans a bit because this is one of the 100 reddest districts right like he should have won by like like 90 to 10 or something like that the late polling numbers really got republicans worried so at the last minute the nrcc started running ads ted cruz showed up Paul Ryan, a cut commercial, oh, a Pence and Trump both recorded robocalls. So, I mean, they had to spend serious like time and effort yeah, they, on this. And, and money. They had and to money. throw money so into you this, gotta which w- they shouldn't have to spend a penny on this. Right. District. You should not have to spend any money in Kansas if you're a Republican. So, again, this makes me like hopeful. It's still not a win. Yeah. It's kind of inside baseball to say moral victory anything like this what most people just see is oh democrats lost again that's what they do they love to lose true but Uh, the next morning trump tweeted as he loves to do great win in kansas last night by ron estes easily winning the congressional race against the dems who spent heavily and predicted victory no nobody predicted victory yeah everything he said in that (laughs) was wrong except that ron estes won and it was last night oh my gosh uh yeah he he didn't win, easily win because seven points. The Dems didn't spend heavily. And James Thompson, the Democratic candidate, was right. really cheesed off about that. So do you think if the DNC Oh, and also, whoever, if we're, as you were right, uh, Democrats did not predict victory. No, nobody predicted victory here. Like we said, or I should say you said, 20-point loss or less is good. So do you think if they had actually spent some money, if the DNC had come out and like, or like, I don't know, people had come out and like, you know, recorded robo calls or something like that. Do you think that would have changed the vote? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe made it closer. If it was a two, three point swing, that'd be super scary. Okay. All right. Well, you know, that's well, so, okay. That one's all wrapped up. And what is the third? And then there was the Georgia six. Right, and this is John Ossoff, Han Solo dude, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, that's the thing I know about him, is that the negative ads were him dressed up as Han Solo, and all I could think of is this makes him more relatable to me because it, I know people that dress up as Han Solo. It's an interesting phenomenon. Uh, Ossoff is 30 years old. Right. He, he's very much a neophyte. First time he's ever... He was a congr- congressional aide before this. And so we're going to get into the modern politics as... People of the most recent generation, for lack of better term, get into politics. The social media presence right. becomes fodder for ads. Now, th- this was pre-social media. This is just a bunch of kids goofing it, around about, with yeah, the camera about phone. Eleven or years video ago, phone. Yeah. probably goofing around. It looked like a camcorder. That, oh, this yeah. was this was pre-camera but phone. Still, like I don't. F- I but feel they like that up. So here he is at eighteen years old, dressed as Han Solo, doing Star Wars cosplay. Right, and the Republican ad says. Can you take this dude seriously? Whereas pretty much anybody under the age of 40, not even on social media, but anybody that age or younger knows like, hey, you know what? 
my mom probably has an embarrassing videotape of me somewhere dressed up as my favorite superhero also because that's just like normal stuff I think I just thought that ad was kind of funny because if anything it's like it made him more relatable of like even if you're not a big Star Wars fan, it's like, oh, well, yeah, he dressed up and, and had fun and he looks super young in the video. So it's like, yeah, he's being a kid who gives a crap. Yeah, it makes you wonder if camera phones or social media had been around back then, would Calvin Coolidge ever become president <laughs> with all the videos of him dressed like a cheerleader? Oh, there you go. That, that would have been very interesting. Calvin like, Coolidge dressed as a cheerleader. <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh, dear. You're starting. Keep off. cool with Coolidge. How do you keep cool? Short skirt. Oh, you're such a dork. Okay, so, but what oh, happened? Oh, yeah, so there was what actual erection. Uh, election. <laughs> so uh, uh, I just said erection, didn't I? Yeah, I think you did. Good job. I, I'm going to have a little more white <laughs> hey, wine. Yes. Oh, very nice. That's how you drink white wine. But anyways, what happened to Asif? Okay, once again, jungle primary. Right, which means everybody were, runs regardless of There were, and I'm whatever. not exaggerating here, 6,000 people running for this seat. <laughs> seemed like it and but this yeah. now this is a republican district this was tom prices who's since beca- since become secretary of health and human services that's why the seat's open and so a lot of republicans running so great job wasting your time the six people who got less than one percent of the vote well you know they were bored and this is hmm. this is outside of atlanta is that right is this a suburban atlanta this is this is northern suburban atlanta fulton county DeKalb county and another county in georgia that i can't remember the name of okay all right but yeah but like Atlanta adjacent, basically, and, but still very I red. Very much apologize for ending a <laughs> sentence in of to oh. all of you. But yeah, so but anyway, so it's 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 so outside jung- of Atlanta, yeah. jungle primary, and there so was it ha- like once again it has to be fifty percent to or win more. outright like win, or it goes to a runoff. One percent so or something. Ossoff, to his credit, got forty eight point one percent. Woohoo! We should be celebrating, right? Uh, form, in second but, place was former Georgia Secretary of State Karen Handel with 19.8%. So whoa. big difference. Big drop But off. then all the Democrats were right. right behind Ossoff. If you put all the vote together, yeah, the Republicans got 51% of the vote and the Democrats got 49% because there are like two or three other token Democrats. Okay, running. but that's still close. Like we're talking about a couple of points. Is this something that... Well, first of all, so it's the two of them running again in a runoff, right? Yes. It's going to be Georgia values versus Hollywood values. Right. Thank you, Trump. I saw that tweet. Oh, God. Um, but so, but That's also what Handel said in her acceptance speech. Oh, really? Oh, great. So she's quoting Trump tweets. Love it. She also tried uh, to deliver, deliver several jokes, and no, she I, does not have a future no. in stand-up comedy. I was going to say, I watched like 30 seconds of her. That is not a woman who can deliver a joke. Um, but so it's going to be the two of them in a runoff. And when is that election? Is that in Soon enough. Soon enough? Okay, yeah, like I didn't June write that or something. date down. I, but, okay, Let's but, say 2017. Okay, sometime in 2017. So now, is this something that the Democrats can look to? Like, is this where well, the Democrats you want to be throwing money? Altogether, I think they put well, something like $8 million into this race. And is that I'm a lot just, or a not, little? That's a lot for... Okay. I mean, the, the, it, it was a big deal that for Estes in Kansas, the NRCC right. at the end put in a little less than a million. 
Okay. And when I say uh, all this money going in, it's not just like the Democratic Party. We're talking the Hollywood elite. They're like Alyssa Milano was driving people to the polls. Right. So that's what I'm wondering about. And With Alyssa Milano junk- doesn't even drive there or Ooh. live there. She drives there. Obviously. She apparently does. But no. Oh, but which, okay. So-, so so that brings up an interesting yes. uh, news story I read this morning. That a lot of people are angry that they were not able to vote. They showed up to the polling places and they were turned away. Why? Because at least 500 people showed up to the DeKalb County Election Bureau and were turned away for the dumbass reason that they don't live in the 6th Congressional <laughs> District. They oh, just no. heard that, oh, there's this important election coming oh, no. up. So they showed up to their polling place and were really annoyed that it was closed. Okay, no, no, no. Like, no, you, that's no, a couple blocks over. You have to know where you're supposed to vote. And they send you a little thing in the mail. And if they don't, it's really easy to Google and just say, like, Google, like, where should I vote? And pretty much they'll tell you where all, like, where you are supposed to vote. I mean, the it's way really congressional easy. districts, you know, with all the gerrymandering, the little oh, yeah. pops and poops of, of, of the lines. Like, I work at Paramount Pictures on Melrose Avenue. Right. Where I work is not in California 34. But Raleigh Studios, right across the street, is. that's the 34th district. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We li- Well, I mean, I get that Like the lines are all over the place, but I'm just saying a simple Google search should be able to tell you where you're supposed to vote. Yes. And, and I should also let everybody know I cannot get you an extra slot on Veep. Nope. Now, I will say my first time I ever voted in a presidential election was 2000 because I'm old but not as old as you. 96. (laughs) But so in 2000, and I didn't know where I was supposed to vote, so I ended up having, because I didn't have a car and I lived in St. Louis, I had to walk about an extra four miles because I just went to the wrong place and then went, and it was in the exact wrong direction, and yeah. Anyways, but I did. I don't know if if Missouri doesn't, tell people about these things no, but in new york we got this little card this little pink card that said hey i'm a registered voter and gave my polling place and it told oh. me i go to precinct 134 we vote at south park high school oh no i i in no way uh am saying missouri does anything wrong i'm saying this was me not paying attention and thinking i vote where all my friends voted the problem was was i lived off campus my friends lived on campus and i just went to the wrong place and then ended up going on like this really long, out of the way uh, walk to get there because I didn't know where I was going. Yeah. Well, no, that's ma- pure it, yeah, me a, being a dumb. Yeah, in a know, major metropolitan first, area. Yeah, where like think of Manhattan has how many congressional seats? Right. You really have to be on the ball for which one you live in. So I'm or totally, here in L.A. or in yeah. Chicago, especially in Chicago, the not the fifth district, which is what we lived in before we moved right. to L.A. I think it's uh, whatever Louise Gutierrez is in, but his district follows the river so there are like random houses oh, yeah, along the, the sh- north all, branch of the yeah. chicago river just suddenly <laughs> in his district that's awesome but i mean i guess what i'm saying is 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 if you went to the wrong polling place just acknowledge that it's your fault as i did of like oh oops okay like i mean there's no least, reason to get pissed off and like at least rant there's on the less confusion media. of there was only an election in the one district that's true but um anyways do we have any other news so uh so yeah so it's it they're gonna go to a runoff Okay, and, and it's going to be the two of them, and you are predicting that the Republicans I mean, the Republicans won, if you aggregate the scores, 151-49. Now, Democrats are all excited because they think Ossoff won. And sure, he should enjoy that he handily won the election he's about to lose. Right. Okay, I get Totally. I get what you're saying. Is there anybody who got like 2 or 
that might like that we could like take the votes from like is there anybody that was running on the republican ticket that like won't vote for this lady i don't know oh, god no oh, well, no damn. she was the secretary all state. right she, she oh okay so yeah. she's like a no she continues figure. the tradition of the sea which was held by tom price oh, okay. and newt gingrich at one point well damn okay so now we have i noticed on the list you have uh the congressional seats listed and then jason chaffetz there was on breaking there. news today jason chaffetz yes republican from utah yeah, we all know who he the is. The chairman yeah. of the House oh, yeah. Oversight Panel mm-hmm. has announced that he's not running for re-election <gasps> in 2018. Yay! Right? Yay! He's not going to, like, good riddance. To spend more time with his family who's not near Trump. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. He didn't want his family. Oh, yeah. yeah. But now, so, now he said- To spend yeah. more time with his family either means No, I somebody- believe it. He wants- Now, I'm- Oh, normally, spend more time with my that family means, means I'm either under indictment or I've been yeah. boning somebody. Yeah, on I was going to say, usually means uh, In his an case, <laughs> life did not turn out the way it was supposed to. He's head of oversight. Right. He promised all through 2016, the second Hillary Clinton is sworn into office, I've got four years of investigations. Right. And that was- I'm going to become a friggin' star and probably was going to be in the limelight for running against her in 2020. Right. That all came crushing down to earth on November 8th when Trump won. And he can't spend... I mean, the whole, his like, whole job oh my- is to... Oversight and make sure that everybody is on the up and up. Like, I don't yeah. know, and tax he, returns yeah, or Russia. Yeah, like, he, <laughs> you can't do that to the guy of your own party, no uh, matter how many problems he has. So, so he is smartly running away. I mean, uh, yeah, now he I guess promised only... I am not running for anything in 2018, which right. means not I'm running for his house seat, also not going to primary or in hatch for the okay. Senate seat. So those are out. But 2020, Utah oh, governor is up. Bitch. What is, oh. All right. And then after that, who knows? Uh, little side note, thehill.com uh, sussed out mm-hmm. that the Friends of Jason Chaffetz pack have registered the following domains. Jason2028.com oh, and JasonChaffetz2028.com. Oh, wow. So he's playing the long game and he's making a long planned out Now plan think of here. that math. 2028. That is a presidential election year. Yes. But it's three away. So that's basically saying... So that's saying that he fully expects Trump or the Republicans to lose in 2020, that that Democrat to get reelected in 2024, and then he runs. Huh. Or or he he thinks thinks a Democrat's going to... Trump will win re-election, or maybe Pence will continue the term, whatever (laughs) fever dream liberals have. And then in 2024, a, a Democrat will take over, and then he'll more easily run against that person's reelection because, you know, nobody wants to be the, the third term, as, no, but, as Hillary uh, learned. But at the same... I just... So he is... Um, I, I just... It, but he's he's already kind of tainted by this whole, like, not going after Trump, isn't he? Like, that it's like... That Taint, like tainted in whose eyes? I don't why, know. Why like, would, why would he independents go after Trump? and like people that I, that that don't, are never Trumpers, like Republican never Trump. Now maybe he, you know, being a Republican, Utah, easy peasy lemon squeezy to True. quote one of those horrible Geico commercials. <laughs> so you're not used to putting any effort in, right? In 2018, he already has. I believe it was a teacher. 
yeah, a Democratic and teacher get, like, run, who uh, said, I've al- I'm already running against him in 2018. She outraised him last month by $400,000. Nice. He's also was already being primaried by a Republican right. who probably thinks he's not right enough. Because remember, this is, this is was it Utah? Where yeah. uh, the senator with the 98% conservative voting record was deemed not conservative enough, was primaried and lost. Damn. And also Evan McMullen, remember him? Oh yeah, he was the guy who was technically running for president in Utah, and everybody thought maybe Trump will actually lose Utah to Evan McMullen. Back when we thought uh, Hillary was going to run away with everything. Well, he's considered running for that seat as well. That makes sense since he's already kind of like a nationally known name because of this. So yeah, if you're somebody who's used to a certain level of comfort when running for Congress. Why put in the effort when you can wait for running for governor? Well, and didn't he get raked over the coals at one of the... uh, Is he one of the... He is the guy. That they went after him, right? Oh, they went after him in town halls. But let's not forget, he's the one who went on television. Yes. And said, you know, people have to make choices. Maybe not buy that fancy iPhone and instead put that money towards health care. yeah. Fuck that guy. He was also the one who said during... During last year's election season, after the grab, grab them, grab them by the yeah pussy. I'll thank say you. it. Yeah, I was going to say Uria. Yeah, no, I'll just say it. I'm uh, girl, he was once said, "I I can't look my wife and daughters in the eye and vote for this man." Oh god. Which I assume that means if he was married to a man and had sons, he'd gra- gladly. Yeah, vote for uh, yeah. That's another. Oh god, the whole thing of like if you know any women, you should be offended. You should be offended by that just because it was just crass and gross. So, so he's Anyways. not running, and the and so the question I ask is, which is only in his heart and his mind, right. was it they was scared he would lose, or he just didn't want to deal with it? I think it's probably a combination of just, especially in Utah. Yeah, you're saying that like it's not. It's not hard. You just show up and you smile and you say you're a Republican and you get voted in. And all of a sudden it was looking like he'd actually have to fight and maybe, I don't know, dig up skeletons. Who knows what this dude has, you know, like in his background. I don't know. Like maybe he did cheat on his wife once or something. I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, but or whatever. Like, or they'll find out that he voted on something really obscure. I don't know. I doubt it. But still. He maybe didn't want his, you know, his family under a microphone. So, uh, uh, but anyway. Microscope? Microscope. A Thank you. Oh Microfiche? Okay. Anyways. Let's look so at some what? women's dailies from 1834. Oh, you're terrible. Anyways. It was my yes, turn I have a degree have, in history. Yeah, you dork. Sorry. My turn to have the two buck chuck affect me. Okay. So, do hey, we have uh, any other. Hor- horrible news in the world. This is now three buck chuck. I know. Well, technically it's two ninety nine, so it still has a two at the beginning. Yeah, Yeah, I know it's bullshit. Anyways, do we have any other like little bits of news? We're running low on time. Well, uh, just just a fun little thing here in Los Angeles in the council district number one, they're going to a runoff. It's between the incumbent Gil Cedillo and bike activist Joe Bray Ali. Ooh, okay. Now he. Uh, This this again jungle primary. They were the top two. One of the guys who came in below them and so is not in this uh made an agreement a written agreement with mm. bray ali that oh, no. if you're the one who right that, that i'll give you my like i'll give I'll, you my support yeah. and part of that uh since uh, ali uh bray ali's a bike activist part of it, it one of the, there were three stipulations okay. that was released on twitter no bike lanes on figueroa street without 
community consensus. Okay. Uh, keep a district office in Highland Park because this is where the other guy's from. Highland oh, Park. Okay, he yeah. wants to make sure that sure. neighborhood is represented. And hire a planning director from my, in quotation marks, group. So one of his oh circle. one of his buddies yeah okay so of course the Cedillo people are really like annoyed. loving it yeah, yeah. they're cheesed off okay. they say, uh, let's uh, they put out a press release trading government jobs for political gain betrays the taxpayers trust uh yeah but yeah. Yeah. so morally uh, <laughs> maybe not great but legally totally, totally fine totally fine yeah who gives a crap okay and uh, another fun one uh yes. this, let, let's leave the United States yes uh, Jakarta in Jakarta. Indonesia. The biggest Muslim nation in the world. Okay. Uh, they had a Christian governor. What? He just lost the runoff election uh, while on trial for blasphemy. And, oh, okay, for blasphemy. And... Yeah, for uh, apparently uh, he, he is accused of parodying a Quranic verse in a campaign speech. Oh, dear. Okay, so... So that was just a cute little story. That's fun. And is there any other news from other countries? Oh, God, the big one, out of absolutely freaking nowhere, Prime Minister Theresa May has called for elections in in the UK. Sorry, okay, so Americans who bitch about having to go to the polls all the time, shut up, okay? Apparently, the UK has to go and vote on things like... A week, oh, on they a had week. Brexit last year. Jeez. <clears throat> the very first episode of this, of this podcast was about a couple of by-elections in Stoke-on-Trent. Right. So what are they? What is May wanting them to vote on now? Well, well, th- this is a general election, which means Parliament is up for grab. Everybody is up for election. This is a full-on Whoa. general election. She called for it. Parliament has to approve it. They did that today with a vote of 522 to 13 with all of the Scottish Nationalist Party abstaining. Oh, okay. So this is happening on June 8th. There will be elections. Fun. So our very sedate trip to London, London which is coming up in May, is suddenly going to turn into me just watching the BBC News and reading The Guardian all day long. No. No museums or sausage rolls no, are going to happen. No, no, Then I'm going without you. No, but okay, so, so, but so everybody's seat is up for grabs Yeah, now. everybody. That, so I, I, I'm thinking right now, my, my gut reaction is May is calling for this now because her opposition is so weak. You've got Labor has Jeremy Corbyn. Mm. Liberal Democrats barely exist at this point. UKIP is absolutely dead. Which is so good, there's I guess, really but, oh. it's, so it's annoying to people. The, the BBC had, had a great uh, group of interviews with people on the street mm-hmm. saying, oh my God, I'm so sick of voting for things. Ah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it does seem like they have, like, not just little vote, like, not just little, like, local elections. It's like, oh my gosh, the fate of our nation is in your hands. Yeah, it's a parliamentary system, so you know, uh, an election can be called at any time okay. by the prime minister. Uh, if she hadn't done that, the next election wasn't due until 2020. I mean, I get. So what you're saying is her party has like everybody else by the balls. So why yeah, because not? They're the party of Brexit. If you don't count UKIP, they won. The opposition is weak. She's. I think she's going to fo- uh, portray this as a kind of a referendum on the referendum. So like did, you yeah. voted for Brexit. Make am I the one you want to do it? So basically, the um, the American equivalent is this is the this is the old school Republican Party instead of like I don't know like crazy racist Trump side of the Republicans, which would be UKIP, right? Yeah, like, that's UKIP. 
And so then this is just the establishment this, Republicans this is, yeah. saying, hey, they're the conservatives. Out the there, Tories are conservative. And right. then you've got on the other side, you got, you got the, the Labor, lib- uh, Labor Party. You got the Liberal Democrats. Right. You got the Greens. You got the SNP. But but the whole thing is that, like, basically, it's it's if if the old school Republicans got a ton, like everybody got sick and tired of, yeah, if, of the if, other parties. Yeah, if you need to make that analogy. But okay. uh, yeah, uh, Jeremy Corbyn is a uh, pe- Americans like to compare him to Bernie Sanders. I would say he's more. Imagine if Bernie Sanders was a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm sorry. The only you say Jeremy Corbyn, I think that he doesn't understand how to get on the train. Because isn't there a video of him not understanding how yeah, to he could not use get his public transportation? <laughs> and get, in um, London, that's like a big deal. That's you know. Yeah, like, he gave he gave an initial oh speech gosh. today, of course, on the streets of Croydon, because where else would he do it? And he tried to do a very Churchillian speech right. of this fight will take place on the streets. It will take place, and then he said, I think on the beaches. Oh. And then he got stuck on beaches, <laughs> and then it turned into on the beaches, uh, 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 on the seafronts, uh, on the seashore, oh, uh, honey, on no. on the piers. No. It, it, it's it that moment of, where you like want to take the microphone away from him. Like, yeah, it's no, going to be stop, joyous please. because um, Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn are, to be kind, not gifted public speakers. Oh, uh, they're both quite terrible at speaking. So the UK has a lot of shitty uh, ads and debates coming up in their yes, future. Uh, th- you know, because uh, there's no campaigning outside of election season. So campaigning starts tomorrow and ends on June 8th. Oh, so boy. we'll have plenty more on this in the future. Oh, fun. Because it starts tomorrow. It is 8 o'clock uh, Pacific Daylight Time. Right. Which means, what time is it in London? I, oh, crap. It's 4 a.m. Okay. So in two or three hours... It's it the hits shit the fan. Starts. So, and now uh, I want to close it out with one more thing. Of uh, do you want to say anything? Since we're sticking with Europe, do you want to say anything about the Marine big, Le Pen? The big election coming this weekend, April twenty third, the first round of the French presidential election. And how much of a chance do you think Marine Le Pen, also the French Trump, basically? Marine Le Pen is going to go to the second round once okay. again. It's a jungle primary kind of thing of like Essentially there are 11 the candidates top. who got enough subscript the 500 subscriptions subscriptions thank mm-hmm. you wine to, <laughs> required to get on the ballot. Uh the top four we'll can we'll stay with the top 4 although I fr- I should mention Jacques uh Cheminade. Okay. I love this man. He has run so many times for president. The best he's ever done is 0.28% of the vote. Oh, that's adorable. But he he is he wants so out of nuts. the EU. He wants out of NATO. He wants out of everything, and he wants to colonize the moon so that we can better get to Mars. I, I uh, okay. His his whole thing is he wants to colonize. But I should say we France will the moon. My brain kind of exploded on that. Okay, so right. but tell so me who your top four okay, are. Your top four are Marine Le Pen. She's yes. ahead of the National Front. She's a crazy psycho she, racist. Yeah, she is your Steve Bannon. Oh, she is okay, your Nigel so that's Farage. worse. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. She wants immigration done. She, think, she thinks anybody... Anything Angela Merkel stands for is wrong. Right, and anybody who has a slightly darker complexion right. should get she out. She wants out of the EU. Okay. We, we are France. We are French. She even went so far... Like uh, One of the big problems with the, the National Front is she has had to remake the party because it was founded by her father very much as an ego trip. Her father is a full-on anti-Semite, if not just a flat-out Nazi. Okay. Like, this is Fun. a guy, it, he, it, nice. he, he just would have 
led Vichy France if okay. he could. Um, he he and said so, so is, many anti-Semitic and things. She has he he is the his... kind of person who said, you know, the Holocaust. I don't know if people were being sent to the Holocaust centers. Holocaust centers. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and so she broke with him because he thought, no, this is important. This is what we do in this party. This party's all about me. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm going to be a old racist I asshole. I feel this is kind of Ayn Randy kind yeah, of so shit. So they too. broke. They don't speak anymore. Her, her, and her shit. father have broken because she was like, no, it's important that our views uh, take over France, and you can't do that if you're just going to be goose stepping around Paris. But she's still a fucking racist, right? Like she's still pretty like, much like what? France now she's first, left anybody... her father's Holocaust denial behind, but. But anybody she who wasn't had her born. Spicer-esque moment of saying, well, you know, the French weren't involved with sending the Jews to the camps. That's And adorable. everybody said, well, wait a minute. Um, the fucking French government did that from 1940 to 1944. Yes, and then her response was, well, I don't consider those people true Frenchmen. Well, okay, so what is a, quote, true Frenchman? Uh, the the resistance run by de Gaulle, I assume. Okay, well, and okay, so, but Le Pen is the one that everybody knows about, and I've started hearing some other names that so I can't right pronounce now, So them. the latest polling, uh, she was leading the entire way. She is now in second place. She has 23% of the vote, so that'll still take her to the runoff. Um, it, it, uh, so, so next up is uh, Emmanuel Macron. Okay. He is... He's like your third way dude, your Clinton, your Democratic leadership. Council, oh, okay, you know, so like centrist, your middle ground, like, middle ground. Like Dick Morris is calling him up in the middle of the night while getting his toes sucked by prostitutes. Ew. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah he's for you know he's pro EU. He likes European integration. Uh, he's kind of Merkel esque. So, but uh, but he's middle of the road kind of. Yeah, very middle of the road. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's polling at twenty four percent. The person everybody thought was going to come in second, Francois Fillon, he's at yes. 19% now. Uh, he he is your standard, if you want to put it in American terms, he's your standard Republican, whereas Marine Le Pen is your Steve Bannon. He's your Reince Priebus. Okay, like, so like... I think well, the big yeah, thing status that... Status quo, but, but right Now, wing. please do not shudder. Do not be hurt by this. <laughs> he wants to end the 35-hour work week. That's one of oh, his big things. Oh, God, a 35... 35- <laughs> Folks, think about that. That not that that that's the norm of a thirty-five hour work week. We are way beyond forty-hour work week as the average nowadays. Like, come on, everybody I know. I require my baguette time. I know they Je have their they have their downtime. Uh, le temps baguette. Yes, thank you, dear. Yeah, no, no shit shuts down in, in France. Yeah, like at like one thirty, nobody does anything. Yeah. So he's at 19. We'll get to the scandals that have led to him being down to 19 in a second. Oh, and dear. then you've got Jean-Luc Mélenchon. That's the 19. name I've heard. Who is he? He, he is the full-on uh, is this socialist. This is... Oh, no, no, no. Nah. Bernie thinks this guy's too commie. This guy's too nuts. Okay. Uh, so he's full-on socialist. He wants full state reimbursement of health care. Fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. He, he wants a 100% tax rate. On all French nationals earning over 360,000 euros a year. Like that kind of social, 100% tax rate. I get it. It's a little bit like, uh, yeah, it's really hard to get, yeah. Yeah, it's filthy liberal Americans, even Yeah, I was going to say like, I'm full lefty, yeah, like, but that, it's just like, I don't see how the math is going to work if there's too many people that are going to be like, no, fuck this. Okay, so let's talk about all the scandals. (gasps) Scandals! So Francois Fillon, he was one of the favorites. But Penelope Gate happened. 
What the fuck is Penelope? Penelope is his wife. Uh huh. Penelope is Welsh. So first oh. of all, he's a bit of an Anglophile. <laughs> <laughs> we are total Anglophiles for uh, yeah, those that yeah, don't but know us for personally. A, for a Frenchman, really. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because the French and the Brits always have this like thing of always thinking the yeah, other the, one the, is shit. The frogs right? don't like the wait. Okay, I I just used a very animalistic racist term for French. So what what's the, the Brits, French for, um, uh, steak uh, and ale pies? I don't know. Um, I don't know. something to do with a, a lion? soccer hooligans. Uh, yeah, soccer hooligans. Know. There you go. All right. So uh, so Penelope's his wife. Uh, he hired her to be his parliamentary liaison, his secretary. That sounds a little fishy, but yeah. okay. Which uh, she probably never actually did. Right, because she's the wife, so she got the But role. in the course of doing that over five or six years, made almost a million euros. And that's taxpayer oh. money. Uh-huh. He also hired his two children to be legal advisors. Little bit of problem, they weren't lawyers. And so I... they made around 100,000 euros. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and also, uh, one of the kids, uh, a lot of that salary, which they didn't deserve, kind of got kicked back to dad. <laughs> like wire, wire transfers to dad. Wait, but so this wow. completely destroyed him. Like a, almost a, not. I don't want to not the Onion, but a satirical newspaper. You know, right a, along the lines of the Onion. Yeah, more along the line of uh, what's Peter Cook's magazine in? in oh, England, that but, would be your yeah. your expertise. But like, uh, but a satir. But since our our audience is mainly American, an Onion esque. Yeah, well, they uncovered thing. it, and oh, and so what do you never say? Um, say you know what these charges are unfounded if i am put under formal investigation i will drop out of the race well almost immediately he no, was put no, under formal then investigation that's just like asking them to do it so now you have and, to and, drop and, out of the race or else you're just he a has damn it. liar he's just, he just saying you're just that just a liar then no, these charges are shit or as the french would say le doudou Mered. yeah le doudou <laughs> No, but like, okay, so... So that is terrible. Can you imagine a presidential candidate paying people for doing no work? Yes, you can, because Marine Le Pen has done the same thing. Now, a fun thing about these these people who want to get out of the EU, for example, Nigel Farage, what is the job they tend to have? Member of the European Parliament. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah which... Yeah, UKIP huh? doesn't have a single person in the UK Parliament, but they have several members in the... European Parliament. So they go the in and be like, "Fuck you! I hate everybody here." They have to Is that win all they do? To have a voice. They just walk in and be like, "I don't like you," and yeah, so I don't want to be here. Is a member of the European Parliament, and um, and, and and overall, because she's the head of the party, she runs the National Front. There are twenty nine people that member members of the European Parliament who are National Front members uh, have paid who didn't do anything. So that's of more course. taxpayer money. Going to people who aren't doing anything. Fantastic. And so, yeah, a lot of corruption happening. And it's almost wistful that uh, the other guys, Mélenchon, just flat out hates Germany. (coughs) He thinks the reunification (laughs) of East and West Germany in 1990 was just so they could become Germany again. And and Um. make the decision that Germans have really liked to make over the last hundred years of renaming the countries around them Germany. Mm, yeah. Well. Uh, so he, he's just convinced that, that Angela Merkel wants to take over France. It, it is classic, like we're in chapter four of Barbara Tuckman's The Cuns of August. He thinks it's always July 1914, <laughs> and Germany's about to destroy all of us. Wow. Okay. And then... <laughs> 
Oh no, I forgot to and write so, down. And so, but that. okay, so I while you're looking for the, I have to say, wait. So the first guy, Fion, is that right? Yeah. Like when you're talking about like, oh yeah, you know, like whatever. He hired his kids uh, to do job, and it's like, gee, who does that sound like? <clears throat> Ivanka, what? <laughs> Jared Kushner, like. Well, oh, they yeah. are well qualified. Bullshit! Oh my gosh. Okay, so we've got Fion is paying his kids to show up and. Then Le Pen, Le Pen is, is uh, her party is paying a lot of aides who didn't do and anything. And Melanchon just hates, hates Germany. Germany. And Macron showed up in Algeria, doing former what? French colony, to say, "Yeah, remember when we owned you? That was a big old crime against humanity." <gasps> yeah, the right wingers don't like that. So I mean, like, I, oh, okay. Um. Anyway, so sounds like France is going into some full on crap there. Okay, and so that is Sunday. That is. And that is all we have because I am out of wine. So I think we should cut this uh, podcast so I can go get myself another glass of wine. And I can go buy a bottle of gin. There you go. (laughs) All right. And uh, hope to have you listen next week. When we will have results, hopefully, of the first round of the French election. Oh, Jesus. All right. That should be fun. Uh, Don't forget to vote if you're in France. (laughs) And let's not forget, uh, I'll probably have something on the Gambian parliamentary elections because fun i just spend too much time on my phone yep all right good night Mélenchon. <laughs> she laughed each time i asked her name made promises to meet again but her friends down at the french cafe had no english